Peace and blessings, good people, and welcome to Father Share the Podcast on Fatherhood in 20. Today, I'm your host, Fleming. And I'm Ms. Vaughn. And today, we have uh, a special guest, personal friend, my homie, uh, my frat brother, uh, very proud of this brother. Welcome to the show, Irby. Hey, 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 how everybody do? Hi, Siobhan. You can stop harassing me now. I'm here. I'm good. <laughs> I don't harass. I just follow up. That's that's what it is. That's an <laughs> so today we are talking about um, folks who are putting in their work as a parent, but as Vaughn has always alluded to, had no part to play in that nut. So, nope. yeah. Oh, so y'all keep a real gut on here. <laughs> oh, look here. This, this is this. Okay. Is, look, welcome to Father Shield, sir. <laughs> well, I, okay. We are discussing um, a PG way to say it, I guess, is the village from, I mean, co parenting from the village perspective. Okay. Because as a village, sometimes you have to be that go-between, that in accessory person. And yeah, that's more. <laughs> but that 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 you you hit it right on the head, and it's funny that you said sometimes you have to go the in-between because and it takes a village because I got and most people say, how did you get into this? It's not, I got into anything. It was an option that I chose because at the end of the day, I never want somebody to feel that they're alone or they don't have that perspective. And it all came from me coaching girls basketball. So that, that, that's what's funny because a lot of them were looking for the big brother figure or the father figure. And then sometimes you just, you just bond with those individuals. And then once you start hearing their personal stories and their intimate stories, then they start trusting you and confiding in you. Then they start needing you and you, you want to give them your all. And so the relationship turns from being a coach, role model, parent figure, father figure to it's your child at the end of the day. Like my girls, they're mine. I don't give a damn who the parents are. Those are my girls. Mm-hmm. I ensure they eat, sleep, breathe, got money in their pocket. You know, I the, the facts of life. Sometimes I gotta tell them niggas ain't shit. Mm. <laughs> it is what it is. I don't like your boyfriend, so what? But it's your boyfriend. So if that's what you want to be with, then that's what it is. I don't have to like it because I'm not sleeping with him. No, it is what it is. There we go. There we go. Okay, cool. So a little bit of backstory on your life. <laughs> so I became a high school basketball coach whew, seven or eight years ago. Mm-hmm. And so right, from that, and so from that, you know, like I said, different individuals had different needs, and in addressing those needs of those individuals, you know, it kind of turned into more of a, hey, I need guidance on this. I need 
can I talk to you about this? And then it became me being their protector, not wanting anything to happen to them. Like, Joe, if you need me, call me. I'm here. Don't be afraid. And ended up with two girls from that. Okay. They're both both graduated from high school. Both are doing well. One's in the military. The other one went to college to play basketball. She home now getting on my nerves, working for FedEx. <laughs> but they know in this Nothing to it. I let them enjoy their life. I let them live. You know, I'm just there to protect them, God. You know, I'm not trying to say that I'm this man. I'm that man. That's not what it's about. It's about me ensuring that you have the tools you need to be successful. And if I can give you that, then my purpose is fulfilled. I don't have to go out here and prove to the world, oh, I'm doing this and this and this and that for them. No, because no, none of us care about that. Right. None of us care about that. My only goal is to ensure that you don't end up one in a box, True end that. up behind bars, right, or end up on the street, right. And if I can provide that in such a way that I'm teaching you and building on who you are as an individual, then then I'm cool with it. Okay. Okay. What would you say has been been the biggest highlight and the most challenging? The biggest highlight was seeing them graduate. Okay. So just being a part of that, them, me knowing that they wanted me there, you know, when they walk across the stage, they make sure I saw they like, it was just those small moments. The mm. hardest part about them being females. Mm. Yeah. And not from a sense of a, here we go, here we go, men are from Pluto, women from Mars, whatever. That no, is. no, no. It's, it's girls are. They different. are of work. And then. We are different. You have to be. <laughs> Oh, that's DJ. a nice way of putting it. That's a nice way. You have to be strategic. <laughs> you said got to be strategic. Yes, you have to be strategic. One in talking to them because you don't want to seem like being aggressive, have them fear you, but you do want them to respect you. So you have to be certain what you do, and trying to find that balance mm-hmm. and still allowing them to be them probably was the most challenging because when I tell you they have different personalities. Yeah, they got different personalities. Like I'm ready to square up with them all the time. Okay, okay. And now the one that's in the army thinks she can beat me slim. I will still beat that ass. Don't play. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what? It is discipline, not not beat ass. Discipline. Right. Did you not promote that? (laughs) (laughs) See. (laughs) But I will say this. Girls are different because especially um, the older girls get because then they start to develop their um, nurturing phase. So you almost become a part of the nurturing part. So I know, especially with my dad, sometimes I will act like, you know, I will act like my mom. I'm like, well, did you do such and such? Well, why didn't you do that? Yes, why do y'all do that? Why do you? It is. That's like, I'm saying, where you going? None of your business. I'm grown. But then I asked her, where she going? Didn't you say none of your business? Right, didn't you say none of my business? Because you grown? Like, Bert, I mean, what's good for the goose is good for the gander. Like, that again. But that's it. It, I don't understand. Like I can't really explain it. I just know that that is definitely um, the dynamic that I have with my dad. Like sometimes I have to realize. Like he he'll tell me in a minute, Shavon, I'm I'm the dad. I can 
I, I can do, I can do this. I've done this. I'm like, I know you can. However, if you do it such and such way, it will be easier. At least you get a how. At least you put in however. That's because um, however tends, but you know, you have to know how to talk to. Mm -hmm. Like I know Mm -hmm. how to talk to my dad. I have to talk to him direct, or I have to acknowledge like what he's saying, and then I say, okay. However, I believe you should do such and such way, and I'm gonna give you a whole laundry list reasons of why. And she does that whether it's a daddy or not. Like, please, please believe this is this is, this is what I deal with. You because know. no, that's not true. Fleming, stop. I'm it's just, not that. It's just because when you come back later talking about, oh man, I should look now. Did I did I not give you the whole laundry list of again as a child? I'm coming in from two perspectives. I'm coming in from an outside person. So I'm giving you a different perspective. And then someone who loves you beyond anything else in the world. And in loving you beyond anything else in the world to say, I want the best for you, nothing else. Like, yeah, nagging, whatever. And I'm the adult, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, whatever, you daddy. However. But I will say that that as... as As much as it may have its its annoying times, right? What I will say is that that was actually one of the qualities that I saw in her in the conversation that we had about that, you know, which is what made me say, like, hey, I need you as my co-host for this show. It's crazy as it sounds, right? Because the reality yeah. is, is that is that. You know, we we know that there's a la- that there is a language barrier, right, between I men and women, right? Facts. Okay. <laughs> there's there's a language barrier between parents and children. Facts. Okay. Facts. And as children get older and then they start to become young adults and then feel like, you know, like they like they know their way around the world. And like I like to give my son the reminder, like, hey, look here, bro. Um, I was 28 when you was born, which means guess what? I got 28 years of personal life experience, world experience more so than you. So you coming in trying to tell me that you think you know something more than me on life. Yeah, no. You might know something a little bit more than, you know, as far as being like, you know, maybe some TikTok stuff or whatever the case is, maybe because I ain't up on that, you know, but let's not kid ourselves. I got 28 years of of experience. Foolishness and buffoonery. Exactly. Hello. You know, let's just call uh, it what it is. Um, but you know there's a, there comes a time where it's like you know being able to have that level of transparency being able to have mm-hmm. that 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 type of relationship to where you to where you're comfortable enough right mm-hmm. cuz taking into consideration people who literally you know and, and I would say say that for especially for y'all I mean for for kids that aren't y'alls right mm-hmm. you know and it's like, you know, they, they, they respect you enough to sit down and be transparent and be honest with you about what's going on with them. You know, mm-hmm. where it is that to I me, mean, you got you got people that literally who who the primary reason why why this little little joker here even exists <coughs> that does not have you know, they do not have that same level of comfort to, to basically come and talk to mom or dad, you know. Right. So, you know, so kudos to, to, to y'all on that. But, but that goes right back to what Siobhan said earlier, is that that, that intercessory part that sometimes you just have to play. Like, mm-hmm. they have 
full-fledged parents functioning and everything that's right there but it is something that is not working yeah you have to be that middle piece to help funnel the information Mm-hmm. to the parents, back to the child, but have enough trust from both parties mm-hmm. to, do, to allow you to do what you do best. Right. Absolutely. Like, I definitely, um, and I can say that is because I'm a product of intercessory. So I like to say it all the time. My, Me and my parents, we grew up together. Like, they were young and baby. When I say we all grew up together, we all grew up together. So it it became very important that at first I didn't have that, or at least I, I thought I didn't have it, but definitely had trust issues. So when I, you know, found those individuals who became my intercessory, like they were everything to me. And they were very much the people who I would talk to. And I would tell them like certain stuff that I wouldn't tell my parents. Now it will be sometimes they'll tell my parents and I used to hate that because it's like, I'm trying to use you as my go-to person. So I need you not to tell them or at least acknowledge that you will. Like, so for my nephew, I'm very quick. He'll talk to me about different stuff. And a lot of times I'm like, I don't know what he's talking about, but I pay attention to certain things he say. And I'll just, I'll ask him, I'm like, did you tell your, does your mom know about this? Did you tell your mom? No, well, I don't know how to ask her. I don't know how to tell her. And we, we'll go through a whole thing of exactly how he should say it. And then I'll let him know like, hey, I'm gonna give her a heads up that you want to talk to her about something. And that way he'll know, like, I'm not telling her, I'm, I will never tell you details. Like, I'm very much the person of, you can literally tell me everything. However, if I feel like it's an endangerment of you, I am going to force you to say something. And that's, you know, that's just the type of person. I'm gonna force you to tell whoever it is because I'm not gonna let it go. And I'm not going to let it, let it be a secret that, I can no longer take because then it'll come. I'm one of the people, it becomes personal to me. So it's just like at at some point, you know, especially as being an accessory, like you literally become that person. You're like, okay, okay, we're going to listen to it. When we're going to talk about it. Like, I mean, I'll be the person, I'll give you a deadline. Be like, okay, you got two weeks. But that accessory part is just real key. Even though I was about to say I have two that live with me now, I'm only one because the other one lives in Hawaii. I think she's living on top of the world. But it's still those individuals like, and it and it comes from basketball. And don't ask me why my life just revolves around basketball. But it's still some of my players to this day that call like, hey, I need to talk. My parents are not listening. Mm-hmm. Like, what do I do? Or I'm in this situation. I messed up in life. How do I move on? Like, mm-hmm. I'm still playing that role and I'm no longer their coach. These these kids are good and grown. No, but you are still their coach, sir. Yeah, bro. Like you yeah, is like, like what you need to understand once you yeah. pour into some once you pour into somebody until you take your last breath, and even after then, you're still pouring You're still gonna be coached. Because everything you said, everything you've done, the way you showed up, the way you've done everything, that will always be there. Hence why they will always come to you and they probably still call you coach because it just don't feel right calling you anything else you will always have that role right. like it doesn't it does not matter 
It does. That's dumb, blind, and stupid, honey. Remember when I remember when I did the road trip with the kiddo? Mm-hmm. One of my stops, uh, as I started posting things, bro, my my coach, Ben, from elementary school, okay. Friends, we friends on Facebook. Me and his wife, his his son and I went went to school with each other. His daughter in law and I went. We're, we're literally we were all in the same class. So as I'm posting stuff, like you know, his wife hits me. She's like, "Oh, you 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 coming home?" And I was like, "Yes." Yeah. Like, we're gonna see you, right? Yes, ma'am. <laughs> yes, you are. It's like, you right, because that wasn't it, even it, a question. Wasn't, that was just that was a statement. It was like, right, that was that was a statement. Like, it wasn't even a you question. Know. I love it. But I can honestly tell you, man, like, you know, there were I, I was so glad that I did it because one, they got to meet my son, you know, um, I got to see pretty much everybody except except for it for his son, because he was, just wasn't feeling well. Um, but just that it felt like home it felt like home. You know, like that's no, like, the key like, right there. And, that's, and it's like no matter mm-hmm. no matter how many years went by, man. Like no matter how many years go by, okay. I'm in my forties, all right. These people have known me like since I was. Oh my God, they've known me since I was five. Mm. It's about to be. Jesus it's about to be. Four, it's about to be forty years, bro. And these people Jesus know. Jesus walked the earth. Yep. Anywho. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, but that Am I the only one who caught that? You know, I, I caught it, you know Anyway, so But that is, that is, yeah You're always going to be, be that person Because that, that connectivity You know, never Never dies, it just doesn't you know, it, it it simply it simply grows, you know, um, and, and real real connectivity. Right. Like it doesn't matter what like, bro, like you could mm-hmm. you can go all the way to Timbuktu. OK, they're going to call you, baby. Not only are they going to call you, they're going to find you because let you not answer a call. Let let oh, you let let them not be able to get in contact with you, baby. APP ain't nothing like trying to. Excuse me, are you ignoring me? Right. I will oh, I, I get that all the time. Car, whatever. Be like, oh, I know you saw me. You know, I, I will tell you in a minute, especially when I was back home. I am definitely that person. Um, I you, I do that to my nephew now. Um, sir, it's been two days. Well, I, I mean. I, I just didn't have anything. I don't care. What's going Uh-oh. on with you and your friends? What 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 new game we playing? I know I approved something. What's this? What we doing? Because, uh-huh. I, honey, if you think that matter, <laughs> yeah, See? you gonna hide from somebody, baby. See that's. But I can't go into hiding. I can't be quiet can't. for too long. I can't go into hiding. I can't nope. answer the phone nope. if I don't respond to a text message. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, like it's crazy. One day, not, not even one day, like a couple weeks ago, couple two, three, four weeks ago, like the kid works at FedEx, so she's up at seven in the morning. Get back home like six thirty, seven o'clock. I just it went like a whole week. I didn't see the kid, and it was funny because the next day I went upstairs. I said, "Hey, Slim." She's like, "Yeah, what's up? What's good with you? Like, what are you talking about?" <laughs> I ain't seen you. I'm like, I came up here because I ain't seen you. What's good? And then she just sits with me all day long. Just because we have, and we ain't say nothing, but it's just those little things like. It's your presence. Chris will tell you in the past eight months, I probably lost two of the most important people in my life. Yeah. And when I say my kids, 
was like every step of the way. Mm-hmm. Like I gotta give it to him. Like my Christmas gift, they bought me a painting of me and my grandmother, and they just showed it to me the other day. I literally just stopped everything I didn't cry. Like it's just the small things that they think about. Mm-hmm. They don't. Nobody has to tell them to do it. Mm-hmm. Anything like if they, I could be sitting right here, and it could be might not cleaned up in about two days. Not like my place is filthy. <laughs> Just, At least you're just honest with yourself. Just sitting out of place. I like, I like, I like your honesty with yourself. I like your honesty with yourself. I'm a realist. And I don't have time for that. <laughs> like, prime example, I got my lotto tickets everywhere. I got ink pens all oh, over wait. the place. Did, did you win? No, that's in Allegheny County. I uh-huh. Slim. If I hit the Powerball, y'all know I wouldn't be on this damn show. <laughs> I would have had to call Chris like, hey, Fleming. <laughs> Fleming, I got to tell you something. Uh, I don't even know if you want to do your podcast anymore, but I'm a, uh, yeah. But no. Um, you would have just been my primary investor. That's all I, I, I And I'm fine with that. Look, Here you go. Go ahead and do your thing, pimp. Yeah, I, I, need a, I need a whole video, like, you know, video room set up, you know, several <laughs> several stations. Like, hey, just just, just make that happen. You know? <laughs> but no, and, and they just do and you don't have to ask. And, and I think that's the best part. And they do it from their heart. Mm-hmm. And that that makes it worthwhile. Like I've been ready to quit coaching basketball for years. And I ain't been coaching that long, but I've been in the game for a while. And the only reason I keep doing it because I see the change in some of these people that I'm working with. Mm-hmm. Like to the fact that, and Chris will tell you what, maybe last year, around this time in the cold, during the basketball season, mm-hmm. they highlighted me for my community service. Neither here nor there. That's yeah. not the point. But so happened they wanted to see me in my element, which was me coaching basketball. Mm-hmm. And so when they debuted the film, all you can hear is the kid saying, like, he's more than a coach. He's more to him than a mentor. He's like a mm-hmm. father figure to me. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's those things that said, OK, well, then whatever I'm doing, mm-hmm. it's worth it. I, I have to keep doing it. Yeah. And, and, and I don't look for reward from it. I don't need to be acknowledged for it. And I think that's what makes people mad at me. It's like you doing all this and that and the other people. People, I don't give a damn. I said if I didn't want to do it, I wouldn't have done it. Pretty much. I mean, but you, you get it. I know. I will say. Um, I always. My nephew was here for two weeks, and this is a thing we've been doing for like the last, I think, two years. Is that he'll come like Christmas break and he'll spend Christmas and New Year's with me. And so um, this year he was just like, oh, TT Mama, you know, I need to bring my, uh, I need to bring my game. I have my phone. I got my skateboard. And I'm just like, man, dude, like, so, you know, he gets here and stuff. I'm like, okay. I usually have a whole list of itinerary things of everything we're doing, but COVID. See, that right there is the problem. A whole list of itinerary things. What? Listen, I'm a planner, okay? You're going to come. If you're coming to, with TZ Mom, you're going to have a good time. That is always where you're going to have a really good time with TZ Mom. And it was just, we really didn't do anything that much. And at first, of course, he really wanted to be on the game and stuff with his friends. And I'm like, man, this kid or whatever. And he was like, one day, he was like, hey, you hungry? I'm like, yeah. He was like, okay, I'm going to make you an omelet. Oh. I was like, wait, you cook? 
So of course I had to text my sister. I was like, does he cook? Does he know what he's doing? Because I don't want to die. So, and she was like, and you know, she was like, yeah, he cooks. And she was like, he's not half bad. So he actually cooked. And so then like later on, he um like he had made some eggs because he feels like his eggs are the best. So then it was like uh later on that day, he was like, Okay, I'm gonna make I'm gonna make you a, a quesadilla. And so then he made the quesadillas and he was just like, okay, you know, he came into the room and he was just like, let's watch a movie. And it's stuff like that to me that makes me be like, right. (laughs) It's like, okay. Oh, okay. Like to see, I mean, you're at, I wouldn't say you're at the end, but you're at the point where, you know, you are literally, you're seeing everything that you've put into them. You, you're starting to see that. I'm at the st- I'm at that beginning stage where it was just, you know, he was always me, always wanted to be around me. Oh, and now we're getting at that point where he's a whole person and he's a whole individual and got a whole life. And it's just like so um that whole life of your own, man. man. But it's still and like you said, it's those small moments when you know they you can tell when they just want to be around you just because. And then you can tell when they want to be around you because they want something. Yeah. Y'all, are, y'all are good for giving that. Know the difference. It's important. Know it's the difference. difference. <laughs> but it, at the end of the day, it's still the moment, even though they want something, what they want, nine times out of ten, they want you to go with them to get it. Right. Yeah, because they want you to spend their money, your money. To it, go exactly. Here. But it's also, they, that's their way of saying, I ain't trying to be no softy, but come on, come chill with me. I ain't got nothing to do. Instead of them saying, I ain't got nothing to do, let's go do something. <laughs> right. They try right. to figure out a whole nother way to say it. I don't know what's wrong with y'all. If you want to be up in my face, just say that. That's fine, too. Because when I want to harass you, I come jump in your bed. Now, it is what it is. I think that that's probably the most craziest thing that has happened when you have four grown people in a queen-size bed all to harass you. <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> but that is the best moment though. Like that is everything. Like you can't. Mm-hmm. I mean, at that moment, you realize like maybe I should get a king. Like this is just stupid. Because you can't go smaller. Because you think you think that all of a sudden they're gonna stop trying to get. No, that's gonna make them want to get in the bed even more. That's why I don't have a king to this day. That's just like I want to get my house. Okay, we gonna all squeeze in. Okay, scoot over to the left. No, you gotta lay on your side so I can properly get in. Right. Yeah, exactly. That's like I said, I want to get my house fixed and I'm, you know, doing some additions. And you turn this into a master suite so I can move downstairs. Aren't you moving out? Right. <laughs> what are you talking about? But because I know who I am, am I going to make it a master? No, but am you I going to make it something? I, I am not. Am I right. going to make it something a little bit more comfortable so she can have her own space? Absolutely. Of course. Okay. All of a sudden, she'll get certain key elements that you know. No, it's already a full bathroom down here. I'm going to get a little hallway joint fixed up, add a little room fixed up, and she do what she want. That's what's up. There's three empty bedrooms in here. Pick one. I don't care. All that's in there is clothes. Right. Right. But I love it, though. I, I love it. I love, you know, just they come home. And my prime example, kids home, can't hear people the mouse. She go her way, I go my way. If I need something and I want her to bring it to me, she'll do it. She go back on her way. Right. But the fact that we know we're in each other's space, mm-hmm. I know she feels safe. I know she's safe. 
Mm-hmm. And it, it, it brings peace at the end of the day. I say that's what I can say that my girls do. They do give me peace, like throughout it all. That's what's up. Is there ever a point? Mm, excuse me. Is there ever a point where the parents reach out just because they they they, they feel like it's difficult to 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 talk to, and they know that you like the conduit? I'm gonna let Irby answer that one. No, I, I haven't come across that issue. Okay. At all. I don't want to get too much deep into their personal life. No, I got you. No. But with one, no. Her mama crazy. She come over here all the time. But see, is that we have that relationship. So I ain't tripping off of that. <laughs> then on the other hand. Can't say that I even know. Okay. Mm. But it's two different dynamics. And I can tell you that the, the, the middle one, like, I could not stand her. Like, I was going to choke her little ass out. Like, <laughs> on the basketball court. Like, we don't talk to me. <laughs> don't say nothing to me. Well, actually, what's funny is, is both of them were the same way. One was just mean. Just mean as hell for no reason. <laughs> But the other one just had a mouth. I'm like, Slim, I smacked the hell out of you. I don't know who you think you are or where you think you come from. Like, I stopped talking to this child for like three or four months and I coached them. We could be sitting on the bench together. Don't say nothing to me. Don't talk to me. Don't look at me. Don't even smell my cologne. Don't even ask me if I have any that. But then it came a point to where I knew, I realized that it's something missing. So now let me flip the switch. Let me stop being an asshole because I am one, and especially being a coach. And then let me be a man and see what's really going on. Right. Then when when those two had switch, it it, it was more to the story. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, did feel alone. So then I had my conversation with my family. Yo, what are we going to do? Let's do what we got to do. And now, yeah, they know the only two ways you can stay here. You work with God, you either work or go to school. Right. One goes to school, the other one's in the military, so she works every day. <laughs> mm. But we, and I don't want people to think that this is easy. It's not. Mm. We, we bump heads all the time. Mm-hmm. We see things differently all the time. Mm-hmm. But now we're at a point we can talk through the differences. Or we can say, okay, you can do this, but you damn sure can't do that. Right. So we we found that balance and then getting, you know. So how was it like, how did you find that balance? Because when you're saying two, you're you're talking about two different females, two different personalities. So what works over here with A is absolutely not going to work with B. And then you have to figure out a way to blend it to get, since we're all in the same house, now I got to blend A, B, C, D, E, F, and G all together. <laughs> so the easiest part was doing the blending because you got to realize they were teammates. Okay. Hmm. And then they're really good friends. So it took one kid to tell me about the other kid for me to start to understand. Because I told her, I said, I don't give a fuck if that's your friend or not. <laughs> I'm not trying to hear none of that. At all. I don't I don't care. So it took for 
her to break it down. And this was the key being the parent at this point in time because mm-hmm. I was stuck in my way. Like, listen. But you see how that happened now? Like, it, it's amazing sometimes how as much as you're the parent, you also become the student. Mm-hmm. And, and when you become her and one of my older students like sit down like, no, you need to listen. You, the same thing you did with us, and she'll tell you, no, I'm the first child. Like, I started this. <laughs> like, I have the oldest one. She's gone, do her thing. She comes here. She has a key to the house, so sometimes she'll pop up, and I don't even know if she's coming. And she'll tell you, you know, I'm the oldest. I'm the one who started this. But it took for them to explain to me, like, she needs this more than anything in this world. Took me a long time to accept that. Took me like three or four months. But then you was because you, you were stuck in your uh, you were stuck in your my Virgo ways. I, yep, yeah, fact, you were stuck in I your feelings. I don't care. I don't care. Thirty six years old and in my feelings. And then it was just one day. Hey, they were together. They come to spend the night. I'm like, okay. Hmm. Night turned into a week. Week turned into two. <laughs> and so they did it during the summertime. So, you know, I really didn't care. Because they had nothing else to do before they went back to school. And week turned into three. I was like, okay, let's not talk. Right, we need <laughs> And then it came, and then that's when it started to evolve. And then got, you know, authorization to make medical, educational, all those decisions. So did you gain legal custody or are you did was it like a ghetto like how how far did you go with one it was like I had all the authority to make medical educational those kind of decisions okay with the other one is just I'm here like I am that figure for you okay but now they both grown. I ain't got to make no decisions. You, the only decision I make, you either work or go to school or you get the hell out. It's plain and simple. If you ask me. Plain, plain and simple to the point. So, yes. But at the end of the day, it's, it has been a learning experience. No, I don't have no kids. So go ahead and ask that question. None. Zero. Zilch. Because the way you talk kind of gave that inclination. Now, question is, do you want kids of your nope. own? Really? Not anymore. Huh? I have some. I know, but why don't you want any of your own? One, because I'm scared of failure. Okay. And and I say that, it was like, but you didn't fail now. I said, it's a big difference. Starting it from the beginning and then kind of picking up where something might have happened. And fulfilling it, that's easier to do. So what, but what is your, def- what, I mean, I would never think of it as failure, especially if you try. If you try, it's never a failure. It's always a learning lesson. Did it yeah, turn yeah. out the way you wanted to? Maybe not, but it's never, if you try, it's never a failure. That's one. So first of all, I don't want you to use that tone no more. Like, we're not, we're not going to use that no more. Yes, <laughs> okay. We, Chris, you like this all the time? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. I yeah. do. Yeah. Second, okay. So you said um, there are no guarantees with it. Go. Second, what's the so, other? Two. I'm at a point in my life that 
I'm so consumed in my professional work. I'm so consumed in my extracurricular activities. I'm so consumed, and I hate to say this, in my fraternity. But I give so much to that in everything that I do in all of those aspects. I'm working with you. Okay. It was like, I really don't. Yes. At one point in time, I wanted kids. Okay. I mean, I never wanted them. And now that was opposite. I was definitely opposite. But I now I'm at a point to where as I see that even though you don't have kids of your own, there's always somebody who needs a parent figure. Mm-hmm. Now, will I adopt a child eventually? Yes, because that is my plan. But me sitting here going through all these other processes and, you know, <laughs> your partner, you know, things, shit going on. No, don't have, no, been there, done that. There's too many complications that you got to do things. No, nobody got time for all these medical situations. So it's easier. Okay? Let me go through this process. Right. But no, I, I from what I do professionally, making sure kids get back into school, coaching basketball, which is a headache working with an AAU program. That might be a headache, but you absolutely love it. As That's much as you talk though. about it, yeah. like if even yeah. when you try not to do it, it <sighs> is so embedded and so a part of you that you literally... And then I got God kids. Like, I don't need kids. I have God kids and it's crazy because all my God kids are girls. Don't ask me why none of my friends can have boys. None of them. But one of my high school students, and let me tell you how relationships change dynamics of everything. One of my high school students from 2010, see, 2010, we're in 2021. We were just talking and he, you know, he's like, man, I want to be my old girl, blah, blah, blah. Like I've been mentoring him for everything. He even worked for me in my AAU program. And so he finally got back with his girl. And the first thing I told him, I said, do not get her pregnant. Mm. Do not, do not, do not. And it happened. And it happened. Of course. But the funny part to all of this was, is that on the day after Christmas, they both walk in my door. And I get a box. Mind you, he's 26, I'm 36. This is a 10 year difference. Now, I know he has close friends, but this family gives me a gift and said, would you be? He asked me to be the godfather of his child. And I, I say all of that to say is that this is somebody I mentored. He's like my little brother. Right. Like, he had a kid. I'm always going to be Uncle Erd. Like, hands down, it wouldn't even been no question. He can ask for anything I'm going to give to his child. But for him to sit there and see something like that in me. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. And I feel that I'm better serving individuals. Or I'm better serving the world doing that than I know this sounds selfish sometimes than procreating. It is what it is, in my opinion. I, You know, I don't think it sounds selfish. It's I not. That I think the reality is in, in having this conversation is that the world needs more Herbies. Mm-hmm. Seriously. Mm-hmm. The, the adoption rate, you know, of kids that that you know that don't. I mean, let's talk about the kids that don't get adopted. Mm-hmm. It, it, and that's the thing. Now, what I want to get one. 
at one point in time, I was kind of biased. I didn't want an older kid. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't at, at all. Like, because I say they come in here, they start tearing my shit up. Like, I'm going to jail. Like, I'm, I'm locked and loaded. I'm, I'm a pistol with you all up and through here. But then I look at what I've been able to accomplish right. in coaching basketball. Right. And then, you know, because our basketball program is such a family on the girls and the boys side, it's like we all work with each other. Right. Like, we're, we're all, because mind you, he played basketball at the high school that I coached basketball at. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it just all intertwines. And when one of us can, you know, the other one can. Or when they say, yo, Coach Ward ain't getting to him. I ain't getting to him. Can, can, can you get to him? Like, we work together to make sure that we're giving individuals the best lives they had. Let's talk about reality. Some of the kids that we work with, everybody say Largo's not the hood. I don't give a damn what you say. Poverty rate is still the poverty rate. Right. Some of these families, they don't express it. They won't show it. Mm-hmm. But they still need and mm-hmm. they have. But right. what they have is really what they have is not what they need. Yes. And that and that is a difference. And people do not understand that, especially because you know, people think, you know, oh, if you're wealthy, you have like no, if it's about your spirit. Like I will honestly say one of um my uncle, who uh, before he got married to his wife, he had a one bedroom apartment. He would not. Um, he didn't have a TV. Um, it was. But when I tell you, going to his house was always me and my sister's thing. Like we would spend all day at the movie theater. We would go to his house and we'll have like, you know, he'll have a thousand and one move. Um, he'll he will, what he would do is that he will rent a TV just on the weekends that we would come there. And we may or may not even got we may or may not even watch a movie because we would sit there and we would play games. We would do all kind of stuff. And he didn't have a lot. But what he gave us was time. And at the end of the day, most people, all they crave, they want is time and quality time. Like, I want you to be on your phone and doing your stuff when you like, no, like, give me your time. Give me your attention. And most people don't understand that. Like, they just don't like, well, okay, well, what are we supposed to do? It's the hottest commodity in people. It's the hottest commodity. Granted. Let me tell you something. And you say that and it's so funny because, mind you. It's 2021. I'm getting old. I'm realizing that now. <laughs> oh, you just not realizing that? Yeah, hell yeah. I still think I'm 19. Mm. But like, Did that body say that? <laughs> hell no. <laughs> oh, but the kid will come down. Come on and do this TikTok. I'm looking at you like I'm not doing no TikTok with you. You got my face. And then next day, see you still won't do this TikTok. Blah blah blah. But then, like in the middle of the day, I pick up the phone and call. Oh, now you want to spend time with me? It, 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 it's the little things like that and then when you catch on to certain stuff like gotcha right yeah yes right. I agree it, it's just about the time and right. we can be doing nothing right I was, we were sitting downstairs can you grease my hair please what come on man <laughs> then one time I thought that joint was over the other day she came right back downstairs with the hair bottle mm. Mm-hmm. You know how it's a girl. I want my hair to grow. You gotta grease your hair, uh, you know, depending on you your got a hair full of hair. She don't need to make it grow. Huh? She got a hair full of hair. Why she need to make it grow? Mm-hmm. Then she got the braids that come all the way down to the floor. Like, ain't nobody got time for that. 
But at the end of the day, it's, 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 it's that's, me and that's her our quality time. time. Like it, it is. That's our quality. Because all they all they say is you just watch CNN all day long. I got to know what the hell going on in this world. <laughs> or or you always playing your video game. Man, oh, I love them. Would trade them for the world. Good. Good. Yeah. I you know there's there is jumping back to what you said earlier there's 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 nothing you could fail at bro <laughs> absolutely nothing like when I tell you I, I never want to hear you use that term again Seriously. like there's because all you have if nothing else if you don't have to look at anything you can look at right now at your life right now and you have not failed not one thing you can look at those two girls and we're not talking about everybody else in your everybody else who you have contact you can just look at those two girls right now at this moment and know that you did not fail them in not one way at all Life will, life will offer you bumps. I look. Life will offer you bumps. Okay, you know uh, what is you are it? true Virgo. You are a true Virgo. I'm I just saying. Life will offer you bumps. I tell my kids. I said, let me tell you something. Life will give you obstacles. They're not weaknesses or anything. Mm-hmm. Everybody say, "Wish a weakness. Wish a weakness." You don't have it, and you tell everybody that you have obstacles because mm-hmm. you can always overcome them. Right. And that is always my. I preach between that. And improvise, adapt, and overcome. Absolutely. Like those two mantras, right. they can tell you I preach that. Right. I preach that in anything that I do. Improvise, adapt, and overcome. Look, if you can do those three things, I promise you what you see at the end. Right. Totally I mean, you know, as as Tony Baker says, life gonna give you these skippity paps. You know what I'm saying? But like, look here, you just gotta you gotta take it and roll with it. You know, like there are but that's but that's how you grow, mm-hmm. you know. You, you what someone told me the other day. You grow, you grow, you grow through what you go through. Mm, yeah, mm, that, that that is a fact. Or um, or I love my trainer is always uh, trust the process. Right. You can't try to you can't try to skip over to the results if you don't go through the process. Um, you know, as they're yelling at us, right, screaming like they do drop some gems, and they were just like, you know, in order for you to get to that other side, you gotta you gotta know what this pain felt like. You gotta know what this discomfort felt like because mm-hmm. if you go through life thinking it's all you know fun and things like that, then you, you're not ready. And I try to tell my nephew that all the time. Like I am, he's a, um, I love my baby to death, love him to death. Um, he was just like, I want to be a football player. Okay. Now he has coordination like his mom. It's, you know, it is, you, mm, it, Two left feet, baby. Like, no, 14 left feet. It is that quick. See, I was trying to be nice. See how she just landed? No. So, you see that coordination is off. So then it was just like, okay, I want to do basketball. Okay. Okay, so... I was like, this is what we're But you know do. how you flip that. As, let me as, tell you. But no, let me T-T, tell you. At TT Vaughn, you got to right. know how to flip that. No, let me t- but let me tell you how I flipped it. I used to work for the Bulls, and I worked in their community relations department. So he would, uh, and they always had a, they um their theme is a team behind the team. So I, you know, I let him know, like, you know, he tried out uh, for the basketball team and he didn't, and he didn't make it. And so he was so heartbroken and stuff like that. And I said, okay, 
We'll find out how to be the manager. The manager, nobody's going to listen to me. Nobody. I said, how do you know that if you don't try? And so it was just like, you know, so then he became, um, he was like the assistant manager. I was like, you find out how to be the towel boy. You find out if this is your passion and if this is what you want to do, there is a team behind the team. Understand there's always the face of the franchise. I tell Fleming that all the time. He is the face of fathership. Like as much as he try to cry, you are the face. But understand behind that face, there is a there is a whole team that makes sure that that face is always presenting, um, is presenting the best and 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 doing what needs to be done. Period. So now, um, and my, I had to really embrace that in my sister. Now he's on the um he's on the broadcasting club. And what does he do on broadcasting? He gives the sports highlights. So now you're playing now, now you're understanding that you may not be on no, you're not gonna be um on the team, you're not gonna be the Barry Sanders, you're not gonna be the star, but you know what? You're gonna be the person who his team is going to look for in order to promote him. Do you understand how in that way then you become somebody? somebody to that person. I was, I tell him, all, I was like, look at Stuart. I was like, I make him look at videos from people from sports center. Like understand. Yes. Some of these people are players, but a lot of these people, they have never done the sport, but they love it. And even understand even because they love it, they help to promote the team. You're, you're never again. The face of the franchise is always the face. Everybody can be a cute face, but if you ain't got no substance behind you, what are you? And he he talks about that all the time. And he's just like, you know, it's so much. I have to do school. I'm doing school. I have to do my broadcast. And I wanted to do, do something else. I said, and that's life. You got to figure out how to juggle it. I said, so you think you get one thing at a time? Nope. You got to learn how to walk, chew gum, look up directions, learn a new song. Balance his checkbook, operate. Baby, all of this. And, I, and, and dunk these fries, players. Like, come on. <laughs> I tell him all the time. Like, during that time, especially when I was at the, uh, when I was in, when I was in grad school, I this was the craziest thing I've ever done. I worked full time. I worked part time at the Bulls. I was at school full time. And then I was doing like volunteer stuff with his school. Absolutely insane. I said, who? You you think somebody cared about me having all that going on? Don't nobody care? I'm about to say, is it that much time in the day? Baby, when I tell you, you find it, like you literally, you find it. That's why, you know, sometimes it'd be like, people are like, oh, I'm so busy, baby. No, that's an excuse. And you know what excuses are. I'm going to leave that there. We've been a Phi Beta Sigma Fraternity Incorporated. is a non-hazy organization. Yes, <laughs> exactly. We don't even know what that is. Be in the village, baby. The reason why I was in the village, um, there was a guy. His name was Mr. Tilton. Now, Mrs. Hilgener, he was an amazing man. When I tell you, he it was nothing for him to have a house full of preteen girls. Because I'm talking about we were like nine, nine to like 10. So, you know, we good boy crazy and just, just crazy, period. We tore that man house up like, oh, nobody's business. But he didn't care. Like it was nothing for him to take us on like bike rides. Like if you couldn't ride a bike, you by the end of the summer, you were going to know how to ride a bike. If you couldn't do a scooter by the end of the summer, you were going to learn how to do the scooter. Like he invested so much of himself into us. Like 
I really understood um, how you have to pour into somebody. It, it is a necessity to do that because I couldn't imagine my life without him. Like I could not imagine my childhood, my love of skating, uh, museums, just all of that biking. That all came from him. And that was, I was a girl who one day his daughter was like, this is my friend and I want to come to my house. That's, and that is how you're looked at. Like that's what them girls did that day. They say, this is my friend. I want to come to my house. And she kind of stayed a little bit, but you know, it was, you know, it's the summertime. You know, the sun is out longer. So you can, you know, you can stay at the house a little longer in the summer. Right. And then there was, you know, they graduate, they go out, have fun. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, I'd rather you be safe, and I know you're safe with me. Mm-hmm. Thank you. So it, it, it is what it is. And we do the <laughs> cutest little things. Like we did a photo shoot, and we all had the same shoes. Like now we're about to get another pair of same shoes, but now we got to wait to do the photo shoot. Because one kid is in Hawaii, but it's little things like that, that in in yourself, it secures you that, mm-hmm. damn, I do have my own kids, but I don't. But I know I have kids. So if anything happens to me, I know they're going to make sure I'm good. Right. And at the end of the day. Right. Right. That's, right. I think that is the biggest benefit of having kids. Or when you can't, you know they can and they will. Mm-hmm. So, do I spoil them? Yes. Yes, I you do. Them? Yes. Absolutely. I, they can probably get it. <laughs> they can get just about anything. Do I give them a hard time about it? Absolutely. Yes. But, but they're great individuals. Mm-hmm. Like, they go out of their way for their friends. You know, they go out of their way for their nieces and their nephews and their godkids. Like, I see so much of myself in them that when they do ask, I'm like, well, you do everything I ask you to do and you do for others, so... It's nothing to me for real, for real. So here, now I, I'm complaining about it for a while. Of course you like, are. Well, why'd you give it to me? <laughs> All you gonna do is complain about it because I can do that. <laughs> That's kind of a privilege of a parent. I can complain about what I do for you, <laughs> but it is, and it's not to throw it in their face, and they know that. But it's just to give them a hard time. It's just I just want them to value, understand the value of just. Sometimes it's materialistic, but just the value of what is you need in that moment. Whether it's love, whether it's a real conversation, whether it's I don't know what to do with my life at this point, like just a value what you're getting out of it. Right. Whether materialistic or authentic. Mm. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. That was oh, that was warm and fuzzy. <laughs> Always a woman in pearls that say something that's warm and fuzzy. Always. Always. Yeah. <laughs> Always. I'm not giving her a hard time because, you know, being a black woman right now is a thing. And I got it to is. sit there like... Whole superpower, baby. Whole superpower. So it's like, I, I can't Whole knock superpower. them off no boats. <laughs> like, and, and what's funny is, is that is why my kids are getting everything right now. Because I want to empower them. I want them to feel when they step out that they have the best, they look the best. Can't nobody take that away from them. So yes, they will get any and everything I can. Because right now it is about like mm-hmm. I will decrease myself for my kids to shine. And that's real talk. That makes you a parent. I didn't. I, I don't spoil them. I give them what they need. This is a big difference. Memory. But then when you have a partner who actually spoils them or gives them the shit when you don't, 
then it's an expectation. Mm. Mm. Okay. You hear her over I, here. I might mm. give you that one. I might give you that one. I might give you that one. Now all you hear her saying is, mmm. <laughs> Uh, too funny but this is life I love it I love every minute wouldn't change it for the world good good alright well look we getting to the point of being at our at our time so this is one of the realest conversations I think we've ever had it's, de- it's definitely in in it's definitely up there thanks <laughs> You're welcome. But th- well, no, this but, is but life. For that, like, no, this is so. This is, is life. So, what would be the piece of advice that you would give to anyone that is potentially in a situation like yours, or has the potential to be in a situation like like yours? Maybe they're a coach. Maybe they've gotten got kids that are being or looking to them as as kids look up to you. What would be your one piece of advice? My one piece of advice for people who find themselves looked at as a mentor or whatever the case may be, allow yourself to be as vulnerable as the individual that comes to you. Mm. Because if you don't, then they won't open up. And then when something something that could possibly happen happens, you're going to look at yourself and say, did I do everything that I could have? And you didn't because you didn't allow them to see the real you for them to believe and trust in you. That's what's so up. that's all I can say is you have to be vulnerable. I can, I'm telling you what I know. I couldn't stand either one of them. This one was mean. The other one was just rude. <laughs> like two different spectrums. But they're your babies now. And you double dog dare somebody to do anything Facts. to your babies. Facts. Right. But it, it it took some it took some time with this piece of work over here. But like now this is like my road dog. Like fun. And then you want want what? I would just like to say to the parents, like understand your village like and appreciate your village like because sometimes I feel like that the village is not appreciative of what we pour into and what we do it's almost look like as you said earlier sometimes it's an expectation like well you've done that before and you like I always say I didn't enjoy no part of that nut I am choosing to do all of this so in my choice, especially if I feel like my choice is not, it's all of a sudden being expected and not, you know, oh, this is great. Thank you for helping me out. Mm, I take my choice back. Understand, like, I don't, a lot of times the village doesn't do it because of the parents. They do it because of the kid. Mm-hmm. And I know with my sister, especially with my nephew, when me and my sister would fight, she would literally like close her door and have my nephew locked in her room. And he would literally okay. try to come out like she's, but she's a Virgo, so she's petty. So she would literally lock the door so he couldn't. Yeah, I, I said what I said. I said what I said. She would literally lock the door. I would literally go in there. I would go in that room, get my baby, and I would like, don't, mm-mm. I'm mad at you. I'm not mad at him. And he will, and he is very much, you know, the times that we will have like a fight, he'll be like, hey guys, hey guys, we're family. We're family. You kidding? We're family. Be nice. Understand that. Parents appreciate your village. That's that's what I want to say. Parents appreciate your village. Okay. Fleming. Virgos are not petty. Nice. <laughs> Just saying that. You know, that's we're that's, not. We're not. You know, we're 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 to the point. Um, <laughs> for a matter of fact. 
Right. And and if it and if look if if it look like shit, I'm gonna tell you shit. I ain't gonna tell you it's chocolate <laughs> sprinkle on it. Like nah, you know. So and some people just can't handle that. Now okay. the statement has nothing to do with the topic of conversation at this particular point. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. We gonna cut this part out because we gonna cut this part out. No, I'm gonna leave this part in because goddamn it. However, as you said, Sarah said earlier, you know. On the face of the franchise, goddamn, and I do on my show what it is I want to do. So, <laughs> see, see, now, now you got to deal with this. Created <laughs> that monster. Uh, but no, seriously though, um, I, I am, I am very appreciative of the village that I have. Um, as a parent, uh, I've, I've, I've had the joy of being, being. A mentor to a few but you know my biggest thing has been being dead um and it and much to your point earlier it's not e- it's not easy it's not easy it has its challenges right it has its challenges and especially when they start to get older because it's just like hey like i'm i'm over here not just when you need something but i'm over here so um you know, so I, I appreciate when it is that the village comes into play because there are times I think think that when it is that you are a parent, sometimes it's easy to get caught up in being just that, the parent. Um, and like you said, you know, as far as having that, that what, what is it you stated, everybody, it definitely applies to even parents. Being, a, being able to be vulnerable enough even with, with with your kids, so that they are able to to connect with you, you know, and we look at it from a standpoint of of at a certain point and a certain time, obviously, you know, and making sure that they are that they are good. But um, but ultimately, you know, I I appreciate that statement, Vaughn. Definitely, you know, as a as a parent, respect your village, appreciate your village, uh, acknowledge your village lean on your village you know um because you know when you do need them they're there regardless of and and realize that they're there not for you mm-hmm. <laughs> but that they they are there for the children or mm-hmm. the child you know bottom line absolutely you know and be absolutely. all right with that so and on that note good people we want to say adios Thank you for listening to our show. Make sure you visit our website at fathershould.org. Follow us at Fathershould Podcast on Facebook and Instagram and at Fathershould underscore PC on Twitter. 